Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee Greenest state in the land of the free Raised in the woods so he knew every tree Killed him a bar when he was only three Davy, Davy Crockett in the hostile wilderness. <laughs> Walt Disney Pictures presents an incredible motion picture adventure. Benji the Hunted. Lost and alone, a courageous dog must fight for survival. And for the lives of four cougar cubs. It's a story of courage and heroism. Of heart-pounding suspense. And heartwarming tenderness. Now, Walt Disney Pictures invites you to share the excitement, the triumph, and the pure fun as Benji, the canine superstar, leaps into action. There's no better time than now to experience the unbelievable magic of Walt Disney Pictures' all-new adventure epic, Benji, the Hunted. Welcome, everyone, to a totally meta episode of Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney Plus movie podcast. I, of course, am Dan Teets, and joining me, as always, I'm Kyra Hawkins. And we are talking dog. If you didn't get your homework last week, well, I'm sorry, I left it out there, and I guess the dog ate it. But we are talking about the June 5th, 1987 release known as Benji the Hunted. It did a whopping $22.3 million in box office, which is just over $60 million today. Wait. So it made more money than Flight of the Navigator? Yes. That is offensive. Yes. I can't believe uh, okay, sure. <laughs> Way to go, 80s people. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have fun with this one. So, I had never seen this movie, and having watched it, I wish I hadn't seen this movie. There were parts of it that I completely tuned out, as will be noted by my lack of notes on this movie. Because there was a lot of repetition in it. Yes. And I'm taking it that this is one of your all-time favorite Disney movies of all time. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... Like I said for our last movie and probably like three or four before that, this was one that my cousins had on a lot. <laughs> um, for some reason, I don't... Uh, they had the others, 
like this is the fourth movie in the Benji series, which I'm like, how did how did it get this far? I can't believe it. Um, but uh, I think they had like one or two of the others. So like I was familiar with Benji, but I didn't really remember much about it. Um, and I probably won't next week, to be honest with you, because it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. The, the, if I did watch this, I don't remember it, so we'll go with that. Um, All right, so the synopsis, which comes to us, always, as always, from Wikipedia, goes a little something like this. In Oregon, Benji has gone missing while filming a movie. Benji's trainer, Frank Inn, tells a reporter that he and Benji had been on a fishing boat in the Pacific when the storm caught the vessel, caused the vessel to capsize. Inn feared that Benji is dead, but the movie producers plan to use a helicopter to search for him. The next day, Benji lies near the shoreline when a helicopter flies overhead, but he goes unnoticed. Benji wanders the woods and sees a female cougar just as a hunter shoots it. Benji tries to comfort the dying animal, but the hunter drives him off and carries away the dead cougar. When the helicopter flies overhead again, Benji runs after it while barking, but to no avail. Benji encounters four cougar cubs that belong to the killed cougar and decides to look after them. While hunting, Benji comes face to face with a rabbit, but spares it. Benji finds a cabin where a quail is being cooked over a fire and two other dead quails are hanging on a line nearby. He takes one of the quails from the line back to the cubs. The next day, Benji returns to the cabin to get the other dead quail, but the hunter catches and ties him up. Reading Benji's collar, the hunter remembered that there is a reward for the dog's rescue. When the hunter goes inside, Benji tries to break free. Just then, a black wolf growls at Benji. When the hunter comes outside, the wolf runs away. The wolf returns and Benji makes a commotion. The hunter comes outside, scaring away the wolf. The hunter briefly unties Benji to unravel his rope. Benji grabs the other dead quail and runs back to the cubs. Benji sees another adult female cougar with a cub and barks, but she attacks him. Benji then moves the cubs to a new location, carrying them individually. While doing this, the helicopter flies overhead and Benji sees his trainer in the window. By the time Benji has finished moving the cubs, Another animal has eaten a quail, and so Benji searches for more food. Meanwhile, the wolf begins to move in on the cubs, but the helicopter scares him away. The next day, Benji sees the cougar and the wolf nearby. The wolf chases Benji, but Benji manages to escape. Later, the four cubs follow Benji. A large grizzly bear comes into the clearing. Benji and the cubs hide, but one of the cubs tries to confront the bear. The bear carries the cub back to its hiding place, and when the, ben, when the bear moves towards them, Benji barks and runs in the opposite direction. The bear chases but soon loses interest. However, the wolf appears again and chases Benji for a long distance until Benji leads the wolf to the bear who scares away the wolf. Later, the female cougar and her cub cross a river just as the helicopter flies overhead, scaring away the cougar. When Benji spots the cougar again, he barks at the cubs to follow him across the stream. The helicopter lands nearby and in gets out, calling for Benji but see 
who sees him but decides to help the Cubs before he can reunite with his owner. Unaware of Benji is nearby, Anne leaves in the helicopter. Soon after, a eagle grabs one of the cubs and flies off. When the eagle later approaches the remaining cubs, Benji scares it away. Benji spots the cougar and barks at her until she gives Kate chase, but Benji loses her along the way and almost runs off a cliff concealed by bushes. Benji finds the cougar near the waterfall. Benji runs to get the cubs but finds the wolf watching it. Benji barks at the wolf and attacks him to draw him away. As the wolf gives chase, Benji tricks the wolf by hiding in the bushes concealing the cliff and sends the wolf over the cliff to its death. Benji calls the cubs to come out from under the rock and carries them up to a steep mountain. With all four cubs on the mountaintop, the cougar comes and appears to adopt them. Benji goes to rest in plain sight just as the helicopter approaches. The end. So, as I said on the opening, this movie is meta because it is set in the Benjiverse, but it's not because the movie literally drops us into the shooting of a Benji film where Benji has been lost at sea. But it is still referred to as Benji. And that's where it goes off the cliff. Because we we start off with a lady reporter doing an on the site on the site take three. An on-the-spot report about how Benji, the world's most beloved dog, has been swept overboard because Santa wasn't watching. Yeah, um, so it, it's like literally a movie within a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the man that she talks to, because she's like, he was with his trainer, Mr. Frank N. That's really like the actual dog's owner. In real life, um, which I thought was interesting. He played himself. Um, so it seems like, oh, this could be real. Um, although, was Benji as beloved in the 80s as they I guess he was if they made four movies for him. But, um, yeah, it it's, I don't even know what to say. I just, I thought it was interesting that... Frank N played himself. We see him at the beginning and spoiler alert, like a couple times later on. Mm-hmm. But other than the first like two minutes of the movie, maybe there's really no other people. Well, there's one other person, Yeah. but the rest of it is just like I said, before we started recording, like an hour and a half of, Benji just like running around the forest um, dealing with other animals and things. And so after we get introduced to Frank in aka Santa we cut back to the news reporter who says and this is a direct quote from the script in 1906 Joseph Conrad wrote the sea has no generosity 
for all the celebrations it has been the object of in prose and song, the sea has never been friendly to man, or, in this case, man's best friend. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> and I'm just like, let me get that quote down, because I don't think I'm going to be taking any more mo notes about this. And so, of course, because Benji's the world's 17th beloved dog, beyond Rin Tin Tin, Lassie, Ugga, uh, several other animals, Snoopy, uh, Scooby-Doo, Beethoven, Beethoven, Pluto, <laughs> I mean, but we'll get in, well, no, I don't know if Beethoven's a Disney movie, or is it? Beethoven and Beethoven's Ninth? Nana from Peter Pan. Yeah. More beloved Benji in my in my book. I, it's not fair. Benji is a sweet dog. He's he's the goodest boy. Um, <laughs> he's so cute and like fluffy. Um, but his movie was very boring. Yeah, and the world's youngest podcast host started watching this movie with me. It was another, we'll sit down and start watching it during dinner. Ten minutes in, he's like, I don't like this movie. And I'm like, what don't you like about it? everything? I'm like, okay. Out of the mouths of babes. And I think it was about ten minutes in that the third person that is in this movie comes in and he shoots a cougar. Yeah. Or a mama cougar. And, of course, it falls to Benji to be the surrogate mother to the four little cubs. Yeah. So, all I could think through this movie was, I wish there were voices. Like, I was, like, doing character voices to keep myself entertained. Um... Yeah, like the the mama cougar dies because she gets shot, um, and then he finds the babies, and like one of them looks at him like daddy, just all cute, like oh, like you're my dad now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's I don't know, like what a dog. I I guess it happens in nature where like. So, like you see like a pig takes on like a calf or a cow takes on a baby pig or whatever mm -hmm. um, at different farms and zoos animal places I don't know but like Benji takes care of these kittens like to the point that like he's about to be rescued and then he hides like mm -hmm. of course later in the movie but like it all seems to run together so much that there's only like a couple little parts that I would remember if I hadn't written so much of it down. Yeah. So my first note after the cougar gets shot is we see Benji and he drops the one kitten that's precocious and keeps trying to get out of the nest or whatever you call the cat's lair, I guess. Yeah. And about five minutes later, we get treated to that exact same footage. Mm -hmm. And ten minutes later, we get treated to that exact same footage again. Yes. And, and then like, they throw a pheasant on top of the kittens. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the same. It's like this happens several times through the whole movie of like, I think we're supposed to understand. And I think it's implied that we're seeing like, I keep wanting to say Doogie because that's my dog's name. <laughs> we're seeing Benji's like point of view mm-hmm. where it, like it shows his face, like kind of looking like pensively, I guess if a dog can do that, I guess they can. Um, like he's thinking and then it, shows a shot of like whatever he's looking at mostly landscape Mm -hmm. but then it lingers on that so long like i think i'm supposed to figure out what the dog's thinking but without the context of like his train of thought there's like no way to know so it's like it cuts between the dog and then like a shot of the forest that it stays on for 10 seconds and I have no idea what I'm supposed to make of it. Yeah. And so. and so the reason that we know that Benji takes a pheasant is because he comes up to the woodman's, and I'm going to call him the woodman because he doesn't have a name. Yeah, I just but, had him as Hunter. Okay, woodman Hunter. We'll, we'll probably interchange them throughout the episode. Yeah. But he comes up to the house and there is a pheasant roasting on the open fire outside and Benji sees two other pheasants hung up on over a suspiciously tall woodpile and so he jumps and drags one of them and takes off drops said pheasant on the four kittens like here's your food (laughs) and then the next thing that we see is he comes back to the hunter's cabin and tries the same trick again and gets caught and the hunter somehow recognizes benji because he looks at the name tag and grumbles to himself yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I've been looking for you. And, I like, you could have saved us the next hour if you would have just, like, called the number on your television screen. Well, but but my, my question is, this guy doesn't, the cabin that he's living in doesn't look like it has amenities. So how did he find out that the worldwide search was going on for Benji. Yeah. And how, all that how in- And all that he does is he ties him up to a tree instead of once again taking him out taking him inside, flipping over the badge and which probably says if found please call 555 info or whatever the number is. So Benji's tied up outside. There's a wolf that like appears and is like very threatening. Um, twice, the second time, it's like it's chased Benji around and like it's knocked over his like pot of beans or whatever he was cooking over the fire outside. Like, get a stove. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he 
he saves Benji from this wolf, but then he's like, I sure don't want to turn you loose in the house. I'm like, dude, you know, like, he's got on a collar, he's got on an attack, you know they're looking for him, and he's highly trained. Like, take him in the house. Take him in the house. Like, I am not, like, before I had the dog that I have now, I would say I wasn't a dog person. But, like, if I found this dog, knew they were looking for him, Mm -hmm. and knew he was highly trained, he would not be outside. Yeah. Reward for Doogie or for Doogie for Benji. Um, so Doogie I, I is just, going to be making a cameo in this episode. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that he hasn't like barked yet. But yeah, um, I just I was irritated with this hunter guy. Like, thankfully, we only see him for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, because Benji escapes again with. Does he does he get the does he ever get the other bird? Yeah, he yeah, he gets the other bird, but then for whatever reason actually I know what it was. There was a grizzly bear that somehow was just roaming around the woods of Oregon. And so Benji, because he is now playing Papa Bear, has to go make sure that the cubs have been taken care of. Yeah. And this babies. is where this is where he spots another cougar and then Benji puts two and two together and comes up with purple because that's what yeah. you do in Disney movies so it's a mama cougar who has a cute little baby and yeah you see the light bulb moment of like aha this is how I get rid of him yeah. <laughs> and it's like the whole rest of the movie like the next 40 minutes are him like trying to get rid of these kids um, and he keeps leading them to the other cougar, and she, like, like growls at him, and then he barks, like, hey, can't you, like, understand me? Like, they're, they're cats. They don't understand your barks. Mm-hmm. It's a different language. Um, <laughs> but that's all I could think. Um, but the whole rest of the movie is him trying to get these babies, like, to stay with that other mama, and they just keep following him. He will like deposit them nearby and then take off and they just follow him. Yeah. He's it's like he turns around like I, I kept thinking he's like he's like a frazzled, like just wanna get rid of these dang kids. <laughs> I mean, he's like caring, you you get yeah. that sense, I guess. It's I <laughs> Yeah, and so I mean, he finds the mama cougar maybe 20 minutes into the movie the replacement mama cougar because remember the original ones the hunt the huntsman picked him up picked her up carried him back to his shed and it's probably skinning her and going to be using her for god only knows what yeah. but yeah the i i actually wrote that like it's only been 20 minutes so there's still a lot of movie left yeah, and Frank, it was Frank, right? Frank in. Yes, Frank. Frank shows up with the helicopter, and Benji hears the helicopter and looks, and then suddenly decides, no, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to hide so that way these kittens can be taken care of. Yeah. Um, and so- somehow, one of, one of the kittens gets grabbed by a hawk or an eagle or something mm-hmm. and he chases the bird off so that way that's the only one that gets got 
And so now we're down Did to he three. Find... No, he, he finds it again. He does find it. Okay. See, yeah. I, I, I missed that part. So. Yeah, no, like, I guess the, the kitten was, like, fighting back or something. It, it happened so fast that it, and I didn't rewind that part. But um, did you notice that, like, the kittens kept changing colors throughout the movie? Like, at one point, they're gray. And then a few minutes later, they're all tan. And the, it was like they had two teams of of kittens or cubs or whatever um, that they were switching out. Um, I noticed that through the whole movie. It may, it, maybe it was the lighting because, I mean, there is, like, some rain and, like, it's cloudy or whatever, but, like, to me, I kept thinking that they're tan again. Nope, they're gray now. Um, yeah. Which made me laugh. I, I, did, I didn't notice because once I looked and saw, well, we still got another hour. I'm like, Jesus, I'm not, I'm not going to make it. This is how I go out. <laughs> and so uh-huh. meanwhile, we've got, we've got a wolf that for whatever reason is tracking Benji and Benji's trying to take care of the pups, but he's got to keep the uh, pups, the kittens, but he has to keep the kittens away from the wolf. And, a good majority of this movie was either Benji running towards something or running away from something. That was literally was, one of my one of my notes. It was I, I thought this multiple times. Like here we go. Like we know Disney loves an extended chase scene, and we got ninety minutes of them in this movie. <laughs> um, so. I mean, there were a couple funny moments of, like, there's the bear and, like, the wolf is, like, chasing him. So he runs around and then runs back towards the bear and through the bear's legs. And then as the wolf chases him out into that clearing, then the bear sees the wolf and, like, scares the wolf away. So Mm -hmm. that was, like, clever, funny, like, oh, Benji knows what he's doing. Um, Yeah, and I think I actually texted you while I was watching it. I was like... I, I'm ready for this wolf to get whatever is coming to him. And I honestly thought that he was going to get shot by the the hunter. Yeah, I kept waiting for that, too. Um, but like, do we want to jump into the to the end? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, we can we can chase these kittens, but I'm not going to do it for an hour and a half. Yeah, like, I, I may send you pictures of my notes just so you can see, like, my thought process <laughs> through this movie. Because, um, like I said earlier, I was mostly taking notes to keep myself engaged. Um, and I have but, to say that this is the first movie that I have, that I actually checked out on and was not, and was literally just clicking the counter to see how much time was on. It's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, I paused it several times to check the time. Uh, so, some context before we get to the like the ends of the movie. Um, during one of the chase scenes, and I can't remember who was chasing who, but like somebody was chasing Benji, mm-hmm. whether it was the or the wolf or the bear, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. He's like running away from something. Mm-hmm. Uh, runs into some bushes to hide. But then, like, immediately, like, goes over the side of, like, a cliff. Like a, um, I mean, he's, like, just kind of barely hanging on. Like, it looks like he's going to fall. There's lots of close-ups of his back paws, like, slipping on these rocks. He's able to get himself back up, get back, like, through the bushes into the clearing, looks around, and he's safe. Mm -hmm. Forgot about that. Until 
the final chase scene where um, the wolf is like about to attack the kittens because Benji's like left them for a second to kind of find the other mama cougar. Mm-hmm. So he comes back. The wolf is like about to get the kittens. They have back and forth of like Benji's attacking the wolf to try to get him to come after him. Uh, as the wolf is like sniffing around the rocks that the kittens are hiding under, Benji jumps on top of him and then the chase is on. Uh, they run all over the place. And then suddenly, like, I, for all the shots in this film that were like just, I think I'm supposed to be understanding that the dog is thinking something here as he's like staring off into the distance, where it's just a shot of like landscape, forest, whatever. This is the one that made me scream because I knew as soon as I saw it what was about to happen. He runs off into that clearing. And through those same bushes, <laughs> the wolf chase is chasing him, runs through the clearing, and is, like, launched off of the cliff from earlier. <laughs> Dan, when I tell you that I screamed, <laughs> I screamed. I cackled. Keaton ran from her room to see what was going on. Um I rewound it and we watched it three times and it got funnier every time. I was dying. All that was missing was like a little cloud of dust as he hit the ground at the bottom and like the runner being like, meep, meep. I that. It was so good. Yeah. And so. It was, it was an impressive movie. My, my, my last note on this was apparently the wolf was harmed in the making of this movie. <laughs> because I, I mean, you you know you know how the ASPCA is all up in arms, no animals were harmed, no and now Groot <laughs> has jumped onto it with no baby sentient trees, no whatever has been has been harmed in the making of this film. No when 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 we say the the wolf was launched, like its body did ragdoll physics as I'm trying to describe it with my hands. It was that... like an Olympic diver <laughs> flipping through the air. It was so good. But oh the German gosh. judge still would have only given it a... Oh my gosh. I, I'm i not even joking. Like, I could not stop. Just funny, funny. I felt a little bit guilty. Like, I'm... I mean, you know, like, they didn't really launch the wolf off the side. Like, they but probably caught it on a trampoline or something. I don't think it's a continuous... I mean, there's no way. There's no way. But, like, it's just so funny. So, yeah. I, that's... There's still, at that point, like, 15 minutes left. And the next 15 minutes are just um, Benji, like carrying the kittens back towards the other cougar, like trying to get them to stay, um, carrying them up the side of this like hill, whatever. Finally, this like mama cougar, like it's like, Oh, okay. That's why this dumb dog's been following me around this whole movie. Um, and like accepts the, the babies. They like share a little glance at each other. Like, okay. Yeah, I understand. Um, and then he lays down, like, oh, finally, I can rest. Mm-hmm. And here comes 
helicopter so like we know that Frank's going to see him and like stop. And so that way he can go back to shooting his actual Yeah. Poor guy. Okay, so the end. Uh <laughs> So you know like there's one scene I think that we see like it's dark, it's nighttime. Like there's the night that he's lost and I think there's another night. But aside from that, there's really no like context for how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. So does this all happen in the course of a single day? It's really unclear. Um, no, it's actually it's two days because I'm because I'm looking back at the at the um, Wikipedia. No, it's actually three days. Oh, okay. Because I've got three the next days on here. Okay. And three days. Three days, three nights. Three days, two nights, too long. Yeah, for real. So, um, after, like, it freeze frames on him, like, on the rock, whatever, cliff, mountain, and you see the helicopter, and then it just stops. Like, it's implied. They're going to see him. They're going to stop and pick him up. He'll be reunited with Frank. Happy ending. This, like... (laughs) <laughs> did you watch the credits? No, I did not. Okay, so the credits are simply like, I don't know, I'm trying to check the time, like four, maybe two, three. I think it's like three minutes of stills from the film in order from start to finish. So like they condensed the entire movie into the credits. It was like the Cliff's Notes. It's like, I could have watched just the credits and understood the whole movie. Like, but and known what happened. During the ending, did they show the wolf get launched? Um, I need to know, because if, if that's the case, that might be the better way to actually watch it. I don't think so. So, no, it doesn't show the wolf. Um, So, so, yeah, it's like stills of the whole movie in chronological order. Mm -hmm. And then the last frame is a close-up of Lil Benji. Um, Hang on. I want to make sure I say this right. It's a close-up of Benji, and it just, like, then the words appear next to his mouth. Woof. W-O-O-F. And that's it. And then it fades to black. Um, I was going to check to see if any animals were harmed in the making of this film. Or did they even put that in there in the 80s? Um, did they? Filmed entirely on location in Oregon. Uh, I don't see it actually. 
Oh, wait. Yeah, there it is. This motion picture was produced under the supervision of the American Humane Society, and extreme care was taken by all to ensure safety of the animals. Circa, certain sequences were simulated, which I'm assuming that was like the wolf launching over the side of the cliff. Uh, so, yeah. that's the movie. It was a snoozer. <sighs> like that last final chase scene, which you can find on YouTube, because I immediately did. <laughs> it's a 30 second clip, and it's worth your time. So, yeah. We have pretty much covered an hour and 15 minute movie in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, so I I'm, mean, the- I'm sorry if you sat through it. If it is one of your favorite movies, please tell us. If you watched it because you're a Benji purist and you have to watch everything that Benji's ever been in, please tell us why. <laughs> Be kind, rewind, DMP at gmail.com. Um, today's impact of the movie. This was Deadpool That's before awkward. Deadpool was Deadpool. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, he'd be chipped, but, like, if a mountain man found him, probably, well, hang on. Mm-mm. He'd be chipped, but also, like, I'm assuming that nobody, most people, wouldn't want to live in the mountains without, like, some way to contact other people. So, maybe he would have, I don't know, maybe we wouldn't have a movie because the the hunter would be, like, in the know. And he probably wouldn't hesitate to reunite him with his people. I don't know. Yeah. Just a guess. Is this movie mirrored in culture? No. I don't think so. I was about to say, are you about to give me an eye roll, Kyra? <laughs> no, I just was like, I was thinking, like, I guess, I mean, it's the fourth movie in the film, but like, or in the film series, but does anybody, like, remember it? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to talk to the people who paid to see this in the theaters in 1987. Um, and ask what they thought of Flight of the Navigator because I can't figure out like that's the one that, yeah, if we're not supposed to be comparing the two movies I guess because they're not the same but I'm just like when you said that figure at the top I was like that but Flight of the Navigator is like a classic and it holds up and this was so forgettable Unless it was all the Benji fans that had gone to see the other three movies. And they're like, well, it's summer. It's time to watch another Benji film because that's what we do during the summer. So let's go see this film. And pad Benji's little pause. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it surprised me that this one made more than Flight of the Navigator. I would have thought that that one would have made significantly more than but that's why we're doing what we're doing. So that way people can learn from their mistakes. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> so they, they'll learn from the flying of the wolf. And the third and final question, does this fit into today's society? I'm not going to say how. Um, 
I mean, people love dogs. Yeah, people love dogs, but is very it's very rare when and I, I'm a dog person. I got a 97 pound lap dog that, that's running around the house while we're recording. But as he pads in this way because he heard the word dog. <laughs> but I mean. There are better dog movies, one of which we will be covering fairly soon, starring the voice of Michael J. Fox. The Incredible Journey. The the, the actual first remake that is Disney, of a Disney movie. Yeah. I just, when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I flashed, because I remember that movie. Um, but then I flashed back to us talking about the original. Um, yeah. I'm, I will say, knowing what I know, I'm looking, I'm like more looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Get to it. So, speaking of better dog movies even though it's not the main character. Next week's... The next live, not Old School Saturday Rewind, is going to be an animated classic that I believe we are going to have Is It Any Goods Cliff Cliff Jans back on to discuss. It is Oliver and Company, which is... From my very vague recollections, a much better movie than this. But we shall see if the box office numbers verify that or not. That is your um, homework. It is an hour and 15 minutes worth of goodness. And I think it is Oliver... Being, yes, Oliver Twist with dogs. I was right. With dogs and cats. I'm looking forward to this. So that is your next, um, yeah, homework. Kenny, words, words hard. So as we do with every film, until we talk to you again, we tell you to stay safe, stay hungry. And watch out for bears and wolves if you're out in the Oregon woods. We'll talk to you later. I just keep thinking about that stupid wolf. (laughs) And we may have to put that as the outro for this episode. Oh, like the sounds. I don't know. It's like it's so worth just looking up on YouTube. All right, we'll we'll talk to you next week and we'll do something else. Thank you for listening. You can send us feedback at BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. We welcome any kind of feedback, and it might get read on the air in a future podcast. Once again, the email address is BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate and review our podcast on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. This and word of mouth are the two ways to help us reach a larger audience. 
Thank you in advance for doing this. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Goodbye. Thank you.